0: Nick, Nick needs to know. Nick, Nick needs to know. Nick means to know. Nick needs 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 to know. You're now listening to the podcast that you need to know. Nick needs to know with your host Nikita McNamara with co-host Julia Cwell. <laughs> Hey, Nick. How's it going? Pretty good as always. I'm ready to start this podcast. I'm excited for today because it's all about you. (laughs) I know you hate when it's all about you, but I'm excited. (laughs) You're on the hot seat. Um, so as many of our listeners will recall, um, Julia is a mommy-to-be, so we thought today it'd be really fun to go through some questions, and then once Julia has the baby, we'll kind of compare these questions to what has actually happened and how she sort of settled into things. So how are you feeling about today, Jules? I feel good. I think I have a good idea of what I want, and
1: you know me, like I want it not perfect but at least planned in my head so it'd be I'm really excited that we can record this and then maybe listen to it after and be like this is actually reality though (laughs) (laughs) obviously I know it's not gonna be rainbow and sunshine but um I wonder if my thought process is going to be as real as what it was or what it is
0: um, so to start out, I thought what we'd talk about is just your overall pregnancy um, and the due date. And when I'm asking due date, the question is like, we know that your due date's May 5th, but are you thinking the baby's going to come earlier or later or what your sort of thought process is there?
1: Yeah, so my pregnancy's been, and everyone's going to roll their eyes if you've been pregnant or not, but my pregnancy has been actually really, really good. I had never had morning sickness Um The worst thing I can say, and Darcy probably agrees, like the gas is just unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) Just an FYI to everyone. Um it's it's been great. I was able to I've been able to work out and work out meaning just walk on the treadmill and maybe a few other exercises. Um emotionally I think I've been fine but again I think we would have to confirm with Darcy sometimes I would get a little like I want this done now like I have to do this and maybe that's more now I think because I'm in my third trimester and maybe I'm saying they're saying nesting and all of that jazz but I want this and this is what I want and I get it and even cravings I haven't had that many cravings Everyone's like, oh, what are you, what are you craving salt? And everyone knows I love chips, but, um, I haven't been like, oh, I need to eat this bag of chips right now. It's more of, um, if Darcy says something or if anyone says something like, oh, let's get a McFlurry. Um, I'm like, yes, that's what I want right now. Even just saying it right now, I could eat a McFlurry, (laughs) but, but then I might lose it in a couple hours. Right.
0: Yeah, but is that really that weird for you? Not really, because you do love a snack. I think you do love a snack. Even pre-pregnancy, if I said, hey, Jules, let's go for a McFlurry, you'd probably be like, yeah, I'm down. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. (laughs) Yes, I'm
1: down for – I'm definitely a snack. Like, even when I eat my meals, I'm definitely just a snacker throughout the day. Like, I love breakfast. I have a big breakfast – But my lunch is just, we call them knickknacks because I just throw in a bunch of stuff in there and then I just snack on it all day. Um, So yeah, I think that's, my pregnancy has been actually really good. I've been happy and it's been a great first pregnancy. Um, And then with the due date, um, it's actually May 4th because everyone's like, oh, may the 4th be with you. And I was like, great. Yes. Star Wars. Got it. Cool. But I'm, you heard that joke before I was like yeah I have heard it <laughs> you tell everyone about it um it's so funny what- though because
0: I thought May 5th and my sister and I have been so excited for you because we're like she's having a Cinco de Mayo baby <laughs> nope just the Star Wars baby <laughs> yeah <laughs> no matter what I have to say though like uh if you know Jules you know that Jules loves a themed party so of course her baby was going to be born during uh a, a theme you know so <laughs> that's so funny
1: you're so right Nikita <laughs> oh I'm dying yes that's so great The. In terms of the due date, the only downside of just this pregnancy has actually been in the in this, this third trimester. It went from being great, no problems, and then now I'm learning I may have to get a C-section. So my dream of this natural birth and this excitement of when the baby's coming and we don't know and me yelling at Darcy because I'm in so much pain and, like, I wanted that whole production of it um, – but now it's leaning more towards, um, a C-section and we're going to confirm it really soon. If I have to get one, something was wrong with my placenta. Um, but so it's, it's up in the air at this point, who knows, but, um, I could pick the date of my baby and I really have to wrap my head around that. And it's been a process, um, to be honest, because, um, again, I've just thought I would have a natural birth and, I was so ready for it and I, I really wanted to feel that pain of that first contraction and then being like, oh, I, I can't take this. Give me the epidural or, oh, I think I can push through it. Um, but now it's just the C-section where numbing and then you're just like naked from the boobs down and they're going to cut you open and pull the baby out. So, <laughs> um, so graphic. <laughs> I could go in a lot more detail (laughs) in these past two and a half, three weeks. I've had to do a lot of research because I've never allowed my brain to even go that direction. I didn't even allow my brain to go into like epidural zone because I was so focused on how am I going to handle having a natural birth? And I would, all these techniques and tools I've kind of gained over time. And then all of a sudden they drop this bomb and my body's been great. Other than my placenta hasn't stepped up, it's game. And it's like, dude, you just grew this uh, new organ and you're really messing me up. <laughs> so. Be better, placenta. Be better, placenta. <laughs> In my mind, I've been trying to move it and all of that, but who knows. And again, I joke about it. I'm still, I'm, if I'm being honest, I'm still processing it and... I think I'm waiting for that day when my doctors confirm this is what you're going to do. And then I think I'm going to swallow that big pill and just be like, yes, this is what we're going to do. And now I have to focus on how I'm going to heal better.
0: Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's a lot to deal with, but I think even from the first time that we talked about this to now, like you've kind of processed this a lot. and mm-hmm. <laughs> So when I think- say
1: <laughs> Um, when I learned this, I learned it on a Thursday, automatically cried, uh, ugly cry. And Darcy was so worried when he came up, like, I'm like, red face. If you know me, like when I cry, I get a completely red face. And, um, then the next day, whenever I would bring it up, I would just instantly cry. And now I'm just like, I have no more tears. I probably, I cried about it for four or five days. And now I have no more tears, so I can't cry about it anymore. So I'm ready.
0: Um, and either way, all, all we want at the end is a healthy baby. So Exactly. And you know what? Through everything, um,
1: the baby's healthy. I'm healthy. The, the placenta is great. Um, but uh, I think we just got to have a healthy baby, healthy, big, bouncing boy, right?
0: Totally. Uh okay, so that brings us perfectly to our next question. So we wanna play a little game here. Uh oh. this is usually like a baby shower game. Uh but for Julia to guess what she thinks the weight and length of the baby is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the weight, I have no clue. Like
1: what's a realistic weight? Maybe like seven pounds. Because my brother's wife, she had, lot, she had three babies and they were all kind of quite small, quote, quote. What was that? Quote, quote. I don't know what that was. Um, <laughs> and I think her babies were about six pounds. So I think I'm, I'm quite small for where I'm at right now is like about eight and a half months. So I don't know, six, let's say seven pounds around that, that range. However, something really cool that I've been seeing, because I finally got all my ultrasound um, information back, is that they, when you go to those ultrasounds, and I've been going to a lot, um, they measure the, dip, the shape of the head, the shape of the abdomen, the shape of the femur. And it kind of lets you know where the baby's at. And um, it's showing that the baby's head is normal normal size in what week I'm in but the abdomen and the femur are about a week ahead so it seems like the baby's gonna have like a long torso and a long and long legs which Darcy's quite not quite tall but he's tall um so I think he's gonna I don't know what the length is should I get a measuring oh my God, I have something <laughs> right here um
0: I don't know 15 inches is that a thing <laughs> I don't know. Like, is 15 inches really long? Okay, let's say 15 inches. So seven pounds, 15 inches. (laughs) Write
1: that down. Okay, let's see. I should have done... Well, I'm glad I didn't do any research, but I feel bad that I didn't do any research. Of like, what's the average weight of a baby? What's the average length? Imagine the baby comes out and it's like 24 inches. (laughs) Totally wrong. I don't know.
0: Um, Okay, so do you and Darcy have a name picked out? And then the question around that is, um, do you think that that'll actually be the baby's name once the baby comes? Or are you one of those people who you're going to look at the baby and say, oh, no, this isn't the name? Okay. So I met someone a long time ago and she was pregnant and
1: she's like, this is baby. And she said like, baby Bobby. And in my mind, I was like, that's weird that she already had the name for the kid so matter of fact that it's going to be baby Bobby, And, um, but what happens when the baby comes out? You may want to change it. So a, a couple months ago, Darcy and I had a, we, we went through a list of a thousand names and we had an Excel document and we put down all the names and we kind of, um, what's the word? Like after we had picked out of the thousand names, maybe 20 names, then the next column was we pick the 10 names we like and go from there. So from there we had top three, but I really liked one name, and I was set on that. And then how I reinforced it was, I just, <laughs> na- I just named the baby. I was like, "This is baby blank," and I gave him a nickname. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So I kept saying it at the beginning. Darcy was like, "No, that's not his name." Or, "What are you doing? Why are you having a nickname?" But then now he says it. He's like, "Oh." That's the nickname. Uh, That's really hard for me not to tell the nickname as I'm saying it. I know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I almost have her trapped, everybody.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. And um, so I'm pretty set on this name, but I do want to go into um, uh, giving birth with maybe two or three names just in the back end, just because maybe I will look at the name. and I'm like, this is the name I thought, or um, when I look at the baby, this is, Oh, we need a new name. So yeah, I'm going to, I want, I have one name and I think Darcy agrees on it too. Um, I'm pretty sure he does, but we both want to have backups just in case.
0: And who knows um, this name, anybody or just Darcy?
1: No one, no one knows the name. It's just Darcy and I, and I'm guilty of it too. Um, Shout out to Kaylee when she was getting a dog. I did the worst thing anyone's supposed to do when you say, Hey, I'm going to get a dog or I'm going to have a baby. And here's the name. I instantly was like, Ooh, I don't like that name. As soon as I said it, I bit my tongue and I was like, Oh my God, Julia, you did everything that you didn't want to do. Right. Yeah. Because when you share the name, that's their name that they just thought about for so long. So I'm sorry, Kaylee. I've said it multiple times. My bad. <laughs> but um, even my brother asked me yesterday. He's like, oh, do you have a name? What is it? And I'm like, how dare you ask me what the name is? You didn't tell me all three of your kids' name until the moment. But I feel like that's the better way of going. Totally. Um, because then it's just who the baby is. If I was going to name my baby Bobby... I would be like, here's baby Bobby. And then you would be like, that's Bobby. Cool. And then move on to the next. You, there's no really time to say anything
0: rude because you're holding the baby.
1: You're not going to say, hey, baby, I hate your name. Well, when you end the FaceTime, because obviously we're never going to see each other in person at this point, um, you can say, oh, oh, the baby looks weird or <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that name? <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't think people should, or if, um, I'm pretty confident in what I would say. And I think I would call someone out if I was like, this is baby Bobby. Um, and someone's like, Oh really? That's the name. I'm like, yep. Yeah, that's the name. Do you have a problem with it? <laughs> I would say that in person. Um, but yeah, I think it's just easier. It's all around easier. Totally. No yeah, we, time I know for the,
0: opinions.
1: I know the middle name and I'll tell you that the middle name is Jonathan J O N A T H A N was my dad's, um, first name. And my dad passed away when I was in, um, grade 10. Um, and so Owen, my brother never had boys. And I think it was just, um, whoever really had a boy first in my family out of my brother and my sister, um, they would definitely all do the same. So I think it's just a good, um, tribute and just meaningful. So definitely it'll be the first name, Jonathan Thompson.
0: Very cute. I love it. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So what's been the most surprising thing that's come up that you never really thought of before? So there's so many little things. And I think I've brought in
1: it up when there are picks and jewels gems, like something you've learned, like extra wax in your ear, belly hair, which is crazy. Um, but I think if you think of, a um, big picture too, um, two things and tell me if anything else comes up to you where I have said it to you and you're just like, Oh yeah, this is weird. I never really thought of that, but there was, um, a pelvic floor expert that I would go to. And the reason why I'm not going now is because I might get a C-section, but I'll go see her after the C-section. Um, and when you think of your pelvic floor expert, um, I had no idea what I was going into period. I thought she would just like push around my stomach and just tell me to do some Kegels. I don't know. First meeting with her, she's like, okay, take off your pants. And I'm like, Oh, (laughs) okay. Sounds good. So I did. And there I'm up with my legs up and she's like, so I'm just going to put some lube and she just stuck her fingers in there. And I was like, wow. Okay. We're going in there. (laughs) And it was a, you learn about your body a little bit because she's like, you're really tight here on this one side. And she's like, do this specific exercise to loosen up. So then we did some breathing exercises and um, it worked. And she's like, and that's how you loosen it. And that's how you have a baby. And I did all of this because I was like, I don't want to tear. Right. Um, so that I went there maybe three or four times and it was just such an interesting, process and was that something you
0: had to look into yourself or did your doctor write to you um
1: that was something I looked into Sasha my brother's wife was saying that she went to a pelvic floor expert after she had her last baby and that it helped her um I don't know what the word is maybe like tighten everything up or just like get everything back to normal So I was like, oh yeah, so do you do that after? And she's like, no, you can do it during so you can prepare yourself for birth and then after birth. So I was like, great, I'm totally down. And I originally went for my constipation, which that is a real thing, a real pregnancy pregnancy thing, um, which I did not enjoy. (laughs) Like four or five days without going to the washroom is painful on top of having a baby in your stomach. So, um, um and, last and question then about that,
0: Jules, did you have to pay for that or, um,
1: uh, uh, insurance covered. It. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. Cool. It was more, it was, um,
1: under like physiotherapy. Oh, okay. So it was great. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So explore it. Everyone do it. Just know that you will have to yeah. take off your pants. <laughs> <laughs> I was not prepared. I called Sasha after in the moment and I was like, oh my God, this is what happens. <laughs> And she's like, oh, yeah, maybe I should have warned you. I was like, yes. maybe. <laughs> the woman was completely amazing, so cool. Um, but I just uh, wasn't prepared for it. <laughs> I should have done research. Um, and then the other thing is um, oh, what circumcision. Oh, yeah. The, yes, yes, yes. The circumcision. Yeah. Nikita and I talked about it because I I thought I was just calling around people just curious because circumcision has never been front of mind. And then now we're bringing a boy and you're like, oh, okay, what do I do? And um, it's a hot topic. Do not bring it up to people because um, here I am just like, oh, calling around, asking my mom, my brother, sad, like just random people. And... They all have different opinions
0: and really fiery (laughs) opinions like that was really shocking to me while you were going through this process because i was like oh i wonder what my opinion is and like i've never really thought about it so i don't have an opinion
1: (laughs) well that's the thing i didn't have an opinion and then they would ask me back being like what's your opinion like why don't why haven't you thought of this and i was like i only thought of this because i was looking at mom groups on facebook And they were talking about it. And that conversation was fiery. They had to be like, we're going to close this question because we don't want it to get it too far. (laughs) So, again, I don't know what's going to happen. But it it was just something that comes up, especially with, obviously, especially, obviously with a boy. (laughs) That you have to deal with and maybe you don't deal with it because you're not going to do it. But I don't know. It's just curious. I, I'm the type of person that I want to hear all the facts and then I'll make my call. Um, so I'll go into a little column A, column B and hear it and then see what you
0: think. Yeah.
1: yeah. See what I think. But you do not need to send me a Joe Rogan podcast <laughs> about it.
0: Right. <laughs> We'll just leave yeah, it or that. really, honestly, you don't need to hear anyone's opinions, you know? Now you know all the facts, <laughs> and you know what you're going to do, and it's nobody's business, so. Exactly. And you know what I
1: would, I will say, which is interesting, is um, if you want to f- follow through with it, you have to pay out of pocket, and it's like $400. Oh, wow. And you pay out of pocket, and you take your baby, um. I don't know what age, but I mean, um, in the first couple weeks, um, to get the surgery. It's going to be
0: funny, like watching you with a boy. Cause I think that we're very girly girls and it will be interesting. Cause like a lot of this is going to be like, whoa, never thought of that before. Like when you told me about the <laughs> circumcision thing, I was like, what? I was like, what, what are we in for here? <laughs> <laughs> what are we in for? Yeah. <laughs>
1: And if we don't circumcise, what are we in for cleaning? You have to pull it all the way down, clean the top. Sorry for people who are listening. But um, yeah, but the thing is, is I've always had a gut feeling that I would have a boy, at least for this first one. And then for the second one, I also think I'm just going to be a boy's mom um, because I'm going to be the only queen. In your house. in In the house. Um, which yeah. I'm okay with that. And I think that is the yeah. ultimate
0: yeah. girly yeah. girl, <laughs>
1: right? <laughs> so catch us in baby number two, if I can have another baby. Um,
0: And we'll see what happens. But that's what I I, I Um, think I see. One of the most surprising things for me watching Julia go through this was watching you go through all the maternity leave stuff because that was something I had never Uh. really thought of before. And I never thought how important that is when you're kind of choosing an employer and Choosing benefit packages and all those different types of things. So, like, that was really eye opening. And even not that I'm planning on having a baby, but it made me look into that for myself and be like, whoa, what does my work offer? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Because I looked at my work and I thought, like, I have a pretty big company and I thought, oh, this is going to be great. And I thought our maternity leave is great. And um, it is because, A, we live in Canada and we can leave for a year. Uh, and we have EI and all that jazz, but then Darcy works at a great company and his, um, maternity leave is 10 times better than mine. I almost wanted to quit my job just to go to his, um, to be able to get that. Um, so it, it's not like I'm going to be saving money when having a baby, obviously, um, I knew that, but um, I didn't think it was going to be that bad. Um, And (laughs) now I'm excited
0: for that question once you actually have the baby because, in all honesty, we don't think about how much our bodies go through during pregnancy. Like, it really is surreal. Um, And my friend Michelle, she just uh, gave birth. And one of the things that she's going through right now is the hair loss that comes after uh, Mm. birth. And it wasn't really something that I thought of. And she actually cut her hair into a cute little, like – bob uh and I was like oh my god look at you with your mom cut and she was like yeah she was like I had to because the hair loss was just driving me crazy and it made me think in my head oh my god is that why moms have a mom haircut
1: (laughs) (laughs) probably may yeah They can't. Oh my gosh. I didn't, I knew that hair loss was a thing, but for sure that's going to be, you're just giving so much life out of you, breastfeeding or just energy. Oh my gosh. Hair loss. It's just going to be a hard pill to swallow of just your body changing and everything, everything changing. Totally. So, wow, yeah. okay, I'm going to get get yeah. in the store.
0: Um, okay, so what do you think the first couple of days are going to be like? And, like, you know, do you think that you're just going to want to be awake the whole time and, you know, just be on pins and needles? Do you think that you're going to have a lot of people coming over, like your parents, Darcy's parents? Like, what do you think the first, like, three to five days is really going to be like? Um.
1: I think I need probably, if you know me and Nikita, you can, uh, you can say if this is true, I get really emotional when I'm tired and hungry. And when you have a baby, you're going to be so tired. And I just expect that. But I think something in you just pushes through. I don't know how long that energy of that pushing through will last. Um, but I'm for sure just going to cry every so often over the littlest things. Um, and I'm prepared for that. And I've told everyone too. will I have people over? No. Um, my, I think my mom's going to come over and help, especially for that first week. Um, and especially since if I get a C-section, um, because I really won't be able to do anything. Like I won't even be able to go downstairs. Um, I'll have to stay in bed. Um, and I think I'll see. I don't know. I, I thought this was such an easy question when you asked it. But I think I'm just going to have to take it day by day um, of what I feel comfortable. Because this virus really puts a damper on a lot totally. of things. Because when Owen and Sasha had the baby, their their last baby, we saw them like in two days. Like the next day, we washed our hands. We didn't wear masks. And that was back in like August when it was getting a little bit better, but now it's ramping up again. And I'm like, no, I don't want to see anyone. And the reason why I'm letting my mom too, and to help too, is um, she's retired. She doesn't do anything. And she's really, really scared of the virus too. So (laughs) she doesn't even go out. Um,
0: So yeah, I don't know. I'm so,
1: I'll see after the first And week, it's going to be
0: it'll How be more interesting to see what everybody else is like cuz like is everyone else going to be itching to be like I want to come over or Yeah. Yes, and you know what? I have to be like
1: uh I have to be honest and say mm-hmm. no and and tell them where my comfort zone and they have to accept it as at that totally. point too. Um because there's going to be a different and it, I again I'm lucky that I'm having the baby in the summer. My hope is that I can you can park in the driveway and I can hold the baby up from afar or something totally. like that. Um I don't know how comfortable I feel about holding the baby and maybe there are people out there that, yeah, they had a baby during the pandemic. And they'll let them hold, and if they have masks and wash their hands. But at this point, I'm just gonna say I don't know. And where my feeling is, I'm after the first week. I'm just gonna see what
0: happens. Um, and how long do you think it's gonna get uh, take you to get into a routine? Mm,
1: I don't know. I think the baby's gonna change because the baby. I think the baby changes every couple days. Like, don't they say the first day the baby's trying like sleeps a lot and then maybe the third or fourth day they're like cluster feeding so maybe you're feeding them every hour or every two hours um so i i know how to keep a baby alive (laughs) um but what i'm more curious about is what's those steps if the baby gets sick what are those steps if um like stocking up on breast milk like what do i do about that so and what do I do about breastfeeding? <laughs> There's so many questions. And everyone's like, you'll just figure it out. And whatever. I'm like, no, I want answers. <laughs> like, how do I do this? Right? Um, I just hope to God I can breastfeed. And it's if I can't, that's fine. But I mean, I'm just nervous if I get a C-section, how long would it take after for me to breastfeed? Yeah. Because they say sometimes it takes a little bit longer, oh, okay. too. So, because your body's not naturally pushing out the baby, where it um, sparks yeah, activates everything. Activates—that's a good word. <laughs> so we'll um,
0: okay, this is my favorite question. So uh, something you'll never do. And what I mean by that is like, I once heard this quote and to, it, it was like to say, I'll never is the surest way to tempt fate. So like, you know, those moms who say like, I'll never give my child a pacifier or I'll never let my kids play with iPads. And then, you know, you skip forward to three years and everyone has an iPad in.
1: <laughs> That's so funny. Those are my two big things that you just said. Pacifiers and technology um pacifiers because I can't I worked with kids I can't stand a three four year old with a pacifier in its mouth holding it with the front teeth as I'm doing it now and then like talking out of the side of its mouth um I'm like no come on so I I hope He's not a pacifier baby for so long. And I want definitely want to pull that out of him if as soon as possible. But I think parents do whatever they can just to get some silence as well and some quietness. And catch me at six months when the baby's crying so much and you're just like, just stick it in, whatever. <laughs> right. Um and then the other thing is technology. Again, I worked with kids and just, I feel like technology can hinder how children play and how they process things. Um, and you really want children. I like when children get bored because then they, they get curious and figure out how do I create something with my imagination and how do I think really? outside the box? But when you have technology and you just make them, oh, you're bored, I don't, you don't know what to do, let's just turn on the TV. Um, it just makes them sit there and just zoom, zone out. And maybe kids do need that, especially now when there's a lot of things happening in the world. I get that. But my hope <laughs> is to not do that as much. And I definitely don't want to throw my phone in their face. And, but again, I've seen it. And it's, it just makes it so much easier, right? Um,
0: Okay. And then this one is, I think when you're in that nesting zone and when you're starting to think about having a baby, you start to think that you need all these things. So um, besides like the obvious, like a stroller, a crib, what's something that you really feel like you need to have? (laughs) What do I need to have?
1: So something on my registry, which I laughed at when my brother and Sasha got a, had a baby, their first baby. Um, it's called like a little there's it's a little light. And on that light has like a temperature. Um, so you don't want the room to be too cold or too hot for the baby. Um, and I laughed at them. I was like, what do people do when they had babies before? Like, they don't need to know the temperature of the room. Um, but Darcy and I really like it cold. (laughs) So in my mind, I'm so worried that our house is going to be too cold for a baby. Um, so I was like, this is something I actually really want. (laughs) (laughs) And it's literally just like a little light and it shines like blue if it's cold or uh, red if it's hot and like the perfect temperature is orange and it tells you it. (laughs) So it's something so silly and I definitely calling myself out cause I made fun of it before, but
0: yeah, I really, want um, it. I think it's going to be funnier to ask you this question. Like maybe once you've had the baby and it's been like a month or two and say from your registry, what have you actually used?
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 And on my registry, like, yeah, you need the stroller, you need the crib. Uh, you probably don't, you just need the car seat. Um, like, I don't know how often I would take the baby out yeah. in the first couple weeks, um, but I, pr- I probably, I yeah. don't need half of the shit. I don't even need 80% of the stuff, um, but I, what I'm so fixated, fixated in it is just, like, I'm excited to have yeah. a baby shower, if I'm being honest, and I'm excited to get these gifts because then totally. that means it's real. Like I obviously it's real because I'm looking at myself yes. every single day, but when it's real and I'm putting together these, these things in the room, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm actually going to have a baby that fits into these clothes. And I'm sure you don't need this many clothes before. And and you're just excited yeah. for everything. Right. Um, and I hate myself because it's not just about the gifts, but especially when it's virtual and I haven't seen anyone during this process of a big life milestone that's a good word um
0: yeah no I know (laughs) I I just think it's so funny because I think that I think we're all like that even sometimes just for myself I'll be like oh my god I need this face cream and then I get it and I don't use it you know like yeah yeah. And with a baby, yeah. I think that you yeah. really go in for it and you're like, oh, my God, I need all this stuff. And in reality, you need nothing. <laughs> and I think and I think the media or whatever, like um, companies love
1: pushing these new things on moms and you really get sucked into it as a mom because like, oh, there's something better out there that I could have an easier life for myself if I ha- when I have this kid or I need this newest thing. So it's a fine line, I think, between getting sucked in and buying always like the newest gadgets to buying the bare minimum, what you really, really need. And I hope after this baby shower, I'll pick a, if I don't get everything that I want, obviously, um, I don't think I'll buy everything on my registry that those are just like nice to haves and what you'd put on your, your wedding registry registry, right? Um, just for fun. Um, Um, and
0: what do you think is going to be your favorite part about being a mom? Um, in
1: working with kids, my favorite part is like the unconditional love. And I wasn't even their mom. Like when you have those tough days, and again, I can only speak with a working with kids, even in a teaching setting or, um, camp or anything, kids can be little shits and they're so annoying and you can take five steps back. But as soon as that kid gives you a hug and like looks you in the eye, just says like, I love you. Um, it erases those five steps back and it just brings you forward. And then they do something stupid and you're just like, Oh my God but then they do something cute and it really, it brings you back and you kind of forget about that moment. And again, I'm not even their mom. So the fact that I'm going to have this baby who loves me unconditionally, hopefully for the rest of his life, (laughs) um, it's just going to be huge. And someone that, that really needs you. Like when I saw my brother's first baby, Whitney, the love that I had for her is it, it was just a feeling that I can't even ex- describe. Like, I love Darcy, I love my mom, but it's just a different, overpowering love. And I was like, Oh, I remember telling someone, I, I can't believe this love that I have for her.
0: And I yeah. that's not
1: even my kid, so it I feel like it's just going to be overpowering. Like, you just gush and that's why lots of moms, they take pictures and share with their babies on social media when you get annoyed with it, but it's just like, you love them totally. so much and you just want to
0: oh, share yeah. it with and the world. I think there's a pride that goes with it too, that you think I made that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's cool that you've made that post. If you have so much love between two people, Darcy and I, and then you make a human being um yeah you're like I made that I made this it's the most beautiful baby in the world even though it could be hideous
0: (laughs) but I mean it's um it's yours yeah um okay and what do you think will be your least favorite part about being a mom
1: uh the energy the drain of that of just being a mom and maybe um a little bit of everyone's mm-hmm. opinion, hearing it, I think. Um, and then what is wh- – what you hear from other people, even if they have kids or not, and then what's reality, and then them actually being – like, yeah. accepting that. Totally. If that makes sense. Um, And also it's – like, with hearing from my mom, like, what she's done – great, I'm going to use half of that. But then maybe some of that isn't really relevant anymore. Like, oh, you have to get the specific item. And it's like, well, there, maybe there's something better or I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. But I think it's just going to be the energy that you have to pull out, the, the toll on your body, and then hearing feedback from other people, whether it's I ask them or not.
0: Um, no, that totally makes sense. So from now... Until, let's say, the 15th of May, what do you think you're most excited for? Like, what gets you out of bed and just makes I'm ex- you so excited? <laughs> okay, I'm going to say, like, a funny,
1: yeah. real thing, and then okay. the, the real thing. So the funny, real thing is I'm a back sleeper. Um, I cannot... I hate sleeping on my side. And when you have a baby, you, have, you should sleep on your left side, but it's okay to sleep on your right side. Um, the biggest, I should have said before, the biggest struggle during this pregnancy has just been sleeping. And it's not just, it's just been sleeping on my sides. And if that's the biggest problem I have other than now with my damn placenta, then yeah. I'm, it's great but I'm excited to sleep on my back and just lay there because I'm definitely a vampire where I was just like, I don't move that like, that's how I sleep. Um, So that's number one. Um, But the real thing I, um, I think is I'm excited, nervous, all of those feelings, good and bad about just the process of getting the baby, holding the baby and whether that's natural or cesarean, um, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see it and go through that process and what comes out of it. And if it's a cesarean, the the first couple of weeks are going to be tough because basically you have an intense surgery and then they're like, yeah, walk around on the first day. We need you walking, which to get, move the blood clots or whatever. But, um, I'm just excited for the the whole process because I've just been waiting months.
0: and really nine and even a half, longer 10 like, months. Yeah. Yes, if we
1: take into When account, you started trying, um, yeah. everything that happened with when we started trying, like the whole process has been again, I don't want to say tough because a lot of people have had tougher situations, but it's just emotionally yeah. draining. Um so I'm just excited we worked so hard for this baby. And I just want, I'm excited for it to come, whatever the process is. And I just have to accept that part. Totally.
0: Well, I'm excited for you. I can't wait.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's just going to be like a different totally. life now. It's um, what I was, I was so scared with going through, like trying to conceive and I would go back and forth if I'm being really honest. is like, do I want to change my life? Do I, I like my life right now? I'm so happy like yeah. we have money, <laughs> we can go on trips, we can do things. But when you incorporate a child into it, your whole life surrounds them. And what again, I what I really want to do is just focus on like Darcy and I together as one and then the baby. Like I don't want to get lost in that focus on the baby only, right? Because you can really lose yourselves and lose your relationship and I'm for sure going to be that person. So I really have to really? check myself. Um, so, yeah, it's it's just been like a long road. And it's finally coming to the end, which is so surreal. And then I'm just, I'm a, I don't want to say I'm going to be a different person, but um, it's it going to be different. Like, hanging out with you girls, too. It's going to be different. And it's probably going to be shit because I'm like, oh, I can't do this. Or I have to bring the baby. Sorry, guys. I really Um,
0: don't think it's going to be too, too different though, you know? Like, maybe it's going to be different, like, uh, maybe we won't go to bars anymore, things like that. But I think especially, like, with COVID, we've really adjusted our lives in so many ways anyways. And not to say that, like, you know, without you, we might not go to bars and do stuff, and maybe sometimes you're going to come. But I think for the most part, like, you know, we're going to come, come to your house, or you're going to come wherever, we're going to go to the cottage, and the baby's just going to be there, you know? Like, yeah, that's what I hope. That's what I hope the feeling is.
1: And I'm a person that is, I don't really get FOMO. So if you guys are like, we're going out to a bar, we're going to do this. I'm like, cool. But maybe I'll get more FOMO because I'm like, I just want to be normal again. Yeah, I don't want this baby on my breast. I don't think so, but we'll see. (laughs) Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Okay, well,
0: thank you so much for being so honest today. I think that was really great. And yeah, I'm excited for you. I can't wait. Okay. I'm excited. I'm,
1: I'm really excited to hear what's going to happen, like what I've talked about now, and then
0: reality. So we'll have to do it maybe like a month out yeah, of what for actually sure. happened. And I think you'll have yeah. to share your whole birthing story and everything, because I think that's always really interesting to hear. Oh, completely. I'm, I'm excited about that,
1: because I, um, I think yeah. everyone's different, but um, I'm just I, I'm excited that, because that's what I've been um, looking forward to the most. Is and, uh, what this I really want to do
0: is like um, maybe a month after we'll do like your midwife story and we'll bring in Michelle and have her talk about her midwife story and kind of hear that because like that mm-hmm. was really interesting to follow in both yours and Michelle's journeys because midwives is never something that I'd really thought of before and then to kind of hear about it I was like huh that's something to consider. <laughs> Yeah, I've always um,
1: had in my mind, I'm definitely just going to get a midwife because my mom's rammed in my head when she gave birth in what the like 80s, late 70s, early 80s, that like doctors, they yeah. just were in and out, right? They didn't really care. They just gave you an episiotomy and pulled the baby out. But my mom had a midwife for all three. But back then, midwives couldn't give birth. You had to bring the doctor in. And so just the knowledge that a midwife has And so I've always known that story. My mom's always ragged on OBs. (laughs) Um, So it was a no-brainer to get a midwife. But now I'm doing both because I have to go see an OB for this placenta issue. And um, he (laughs) is great. (laughs) I told my mom the story. And she's like, wow, that's amazing. You don't see that often. And I was like, yeah. So uh, thank you, whoever's looking down on me, that I have a great team around me and support. So um I love when
0: we say <laughs> stay tuned. So stay tuned. Okay, thanks everybody. Thanks to us. Bye. <laughs>